Bienvenidos and welcome back to Puro Pinche Gol, the place where we discuss all things USMNT y la Selección Mexicana. My name is Adrian. I'm joined once again by my co-host and tocayo, Adrian. Adrian, what's going on, man? How are you, bro? Hey, man. I'm doing all right. Just all right. I mean, kind of slow week. No, no big news on the Selección Mexicana, but we do have repechaje coming up. Yeah, um, it's gonna it's starting to get good. Uh, the regular season ended. Uh, playing repechaje matches are starting this weekend, this Saturday, I believe. Um, so, man, there's always surprises with those, and uh, quite a lot happened this last match day, 17. So, um, I know. Excited to discuss with you, man. Uh, this episode, we're going to be discussing Liga MX Clausura uh, 2023 repechaje, uh, kind of the preview, covering, covering what happened in the final day of uh, Liga MX uh, match day 17. How did La Tabla de Posiciones end up? Uh, who qualified automatically? Were there any major changes in the top four? Um, and, you know, who will be playing who in repechaje? Uh, so make sure you stick with us here as we discuss. Uh, Adrián, man, let's just get into it. We have a lot to cover here. What can you tell us of La Tabla de Posiciones? Do we see any major movements there? So, I mean, I mean as we predicted on last episode, uh, we didn't see that many big moves uh, from number from the first place to the seventh place, pretty much every single team remained the same. Uh, with Monterrey at the top and Tigre sitting at the seventh place right now. Um, and other than that, you know, the the biggest change could uh, is uh, that Santos ended up being the thirteenth place. But as we also mentioned during the last episode, looking at Jornada uh, seventeen, is that uh, El Querétaro is the team with the lowest uh, coefficiente, or sorry, cociente, which uh, automatically disqualify them from the from repechaje and qualify Santos. So this season we can have the 13th team of the table uh, having a shot to be the champion of Liga of Lasura 2023. Isn't isn't that interesting? 13th out of 18 teams. Exactly. That's insane. Yeah. Imagine if they insane. somehow pull it off. But no, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point in time, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's Liga Menkis, they do stuff like this every now and then. Uh, even before Repechaje, with Liguilla having the first eight coming in and then having the eight being, you know, champ- winning the championship more often than the first place, it's just outrageous. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if, for some reason, Santos has a, you know, nice, decent streak of, you know, six games in a row and they make it all the way to the final. Uh, and then win win it all. This is just an, another day in Liga Mekis. Indeed, another day in one of the most unpredictable uh, leagues in the world, but one of the funnest <laughs> no leagues in the world. Um, you know, going through match day 17, you know, we didn't really see any major uh, upsets, did we? I mean, America beat Juarez, no. we expected. Rayados destroyed Pumas 4-1. Um, Guadalajara beat Mazatlán yeah. 4-1. Uh, Tigres played their bench in an effort to save uh, maybe the for the CONCACAF here this week. Uh, lost to Leon 3-0. Um, so, you know, as we as we move into Repechaje, which uh, kind of deals with teams ranked 5 through 12, asterisks 5 through 13 in this point, um, <laughs> what are the matches looking like? Who's playing who, man? Sure. So, uh, Tigres is playing against Puebla, so that's the seventh place against the... 11th, uh, so well, I guess in this case 10th, uh, because Querétaro is out. Uh, Pachuca is playing against Llantos Laguna, which is Pachuca 5th, and Llantos is the 13th. 
Leon is playing against San Luis, so that's the sixth place Leon against the eleventh place San Luis, and then Cruz Azul against Atlas, which is Cruz Azul eighth and Atlas ninth. Um, and these, these are the matches. It just, uh, just I just want to run people that this is a one match game, so there's no second leg, and we have to have a winner. If I'm not mistaken, these aren't extra time games. These are a if you tied on the ninth, on, you know, during the regular ninety minutes. You go straight to penalty shootouts. So um, this is that's that's what makes repechaje fun in the eyes of <laughs> Doña Fede and her sequaces. And uh, to add to that, they play they're played at the highest ranked seeds home. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be a game so, in Pachuca, game in León, uh, game in Monterrey, and game in and Me- Mexico City. City. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. who is still playing their games in the Azteca, right? Yes, yes, because, uh, well, I mean, they, they used to play at Azul. They were supposed to demolish that thing. They haven't demolished it yet. I think uh, I think Atlante plays there now. I mean, there's there's, there's still some some kind of soccer going oh, around that used? stadium. Wow. It's still being used. Um, but, yeah, no, Cruz Azul rents the, yeah. the Azteca for their games. Yep. Cool, man. So uh, from these four games... Uh... You know the the possible nail biters, Cruz Azul, Atlas, obviously eight and nine. They're playing each other. Uh, Santos, even though they're thirteen, I mean they they have a, a tendency to step it up in Ligue and cause surprise. So that Santos Pachuca one is going to be crazy. Um, the other two, I would assume, they would be fairly straightforward with Leon beating San Luis and Tigres beating Puebla. But you never know. Um, let's get into some prediction times, man. What can you tell us about Tigres Puebla? So Tigres Puebla, right? Um, you know, I want to clarify something. Y'all know I'm a, I'm a huge Tigres fan, um, and so maybe people may think may thinking that I'm that I'm making the bed or teniendo la camita right now, or this is just like a cabala for me. Uh, but I just have lost all faith in Tigres this season, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they aren't able to pull a win against Puebla during regular season. They won one nil. It was a close match, to be fair. Uh, but in this time, this time around, Tigres has a, a second leg semifinal against Leon in Leon before they play Puebla. Uh, they pretty much bench all of their starting players in favor of this match, which means that La Bici Boldi, with Robert Dante Siboldi at the helm of that BC Boldi, um, he's going to be playing all starters right so that includes Gignac that includes Cordoba that in, uh, uh, Julian, sorry Luis Quiñones Carioca Pizarro Samir etc so I mean I, I don't know man I, I even even if they win against Leon right and they get that that boost of confidence to face Puebla this season has been just has just been ups and downs and I just feel that the team right now mm-hmm. they play depending on who's in front of them, right? So if it's, you know, the likes of Mazatlan, they play like a team that is at the level of Mazatlan, and that's why Mazatlan defeated them. If they play against a team at the level of, I don't know, America or Monterrey or Leon, they step, you know, they step up their game, they bring it up, and even if they don't win, they put up a good fight. So right. I think this is going to be one of those cases where they think, oh, it's Puebla. We can definitely, you know, beat them. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, oh, they, you know, get their ass handed. So <laughs> my prediction yeah. is Puebla wins 1-0. Wow. So are you, 
Yeah, we've seen that happen time and time again. What you're saying with Tigres, they they played to their uh, t their opponent's level and uh, don't play mm-hmm. to the level that they should be playing at. Um, do you think at this point Tigres is probably saying we're going to go all in in Concachafa and really just see what the hell happens in Liga MX? Or are you think yeah, they're trying think to win the... at both fronts? No, I, I think it will be, you know, I'll be clowning if I said that they're going for both tournaments. But no, man, I think they're they're putting everything in favor of Concachafa, which makes sense to me because it's, it's the, technically speaking, is the easiest uh, path to win a championship right now. Uh, they only have three more games to make that happen. Compared, in compared to uh, to Clausura 2023, they'll have Repechaje and then they have you know, four more games to make it to the final and then additional two to be the champion. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see why anyone would say that Tigres is aiming for both, um, championships. And on top of that, Tigres has had a very horrible, uh, at home season playing in, 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 in El Volcan. So I, that's why I don't have any faith in them. And right now I, I wouldn't be surprised if Puebla knocks them out one nil. Damn man, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say Tigres that's two nil just because I'm an optimist, but um, damn, we'll see we'll right. see what happens. Uh, <laughs> I know. Um, Pachuca Yantos, what are we thinking here, man? You know, this is this is gonna be an interesting one. This is gonna be one of those, uh, you know, strong team against you know a so-so team. Um, one inter- one interesting fact about Jantos is you know they they classified as 13 as we said but they fired their coach in i think week 15th of this clausura so they have a new coach coming in who's supposed to be who's supposed to play similar like Almada slightly different in the way they attack but it's essentially the same concept with high intensity players going up and down young young squad and trying to make the most out of it um Pachuca arrives with arrives with three wins out of the five last games that they had. Still a strong team, but it's not as it's not it's not coming in clutch as they did last year. Uh, their their forwards are not on fire as they as you know as they did last season with Nico Ibanez. Uh, El Chicharango has not settled. It's, it hasn't settled yet with the team. And then Roberto La Rosa, he's unable to make a break as the starting uh, striker. And then if we look at the regular season game, Pachuca destroyed Llantos 4-1. So I think, I feel it's an all-brainer, and I feel Pachuca's just going to, again, destroy him 3-1. Uh, I see this as, you know, ha- you know ha- high odds for having, you know, a lot of goals uh, in favor of one team. I don't think it's going to be like a 3-1, sorry, 3-2, 4-3 kind of game. I don't think it's going to be close at all. I think it's just going to be a, you know, hmm. complete annihilation from Pachuca against Llantos. Okay. Yeah, no, uh, I think that uh, earlier regular season match where they won 4-1 kind of um, showed the gap there. Um, Santos yeah. wouldn't even be in the repechaje if it wasn't for that situation with uh, Querétaro. So um, <laughs> that, that that gap's definitely there. And yeah, I, I, I can see 3-1, 2-0, 3-1, 3-0. Uh, I think we're in agreement though. Pachuca advances. Um, León San Luis, what can we expect here, man? Leon, just like Tigres, they're, they, they're going to be facing that semifinal uh, in Coca Chafa. Um, unlike Tigres, though, they didn't they didn't play with like a full alter, alternative uh, roster on on this last uh, last week of Clausura 2023. <clears throat> they played like a mix of regular players and some bench players. 
They completely destroyed Tigres. Uh, I'm not going to make uh, just an excuse that Tigres was using young youngsters uh, as starting players, but they completely destroyed them. Uh, Leon has displayed a good, you know, collective game style throughout the season. He has, he has had his, its ups and downs, but I will say it was fairly regular throughout the entire season. If we look at the regular season game, they won uh, 2-1, 2-0 sorry, against San Luis. And it, I don't want to say it was an easy game, but it wasn't that challenging for Leon. Um, and so I think it's going to be the same case. I don't think San Luis can take on Leon um, as much as I want to be, as much as I, I, as much as I want to see an upset, and this might be the upset. I just feel that Leon is just going to, you know, plow through San Luis um, and win. You know, I should, you should definitely check out Davila, Ivan Moreno, and Lucas Romero from uh, from Leon. These are these are the players to follow. And uh, I think it's going to be another 2-0 in favor of Leon. Yeah, Leon has been playing well all season. And, uh, you know, they, they completely destroyed Tigres in this last one, which uh, might give them confidence in Concachafa. The only thing I could see Leon maybe causing them harm in this game, uh, an otherwise easy game for them, would be um, fatigue. Like you said, they, yeah. they played against Tigres last end of last week in Cocachafa. They played most of their starters. I think six of them, seven of them were starters yes. against Tigres this weekend. And then they're going to play again before, you know, this week before the Repechaque um, against Tigres again uh, with all their starters again. So can they do it for four times in less than two weeks i don't know um they should i mean they have the quality but uh you know fatigue just fatigue man and it's pain so uh we'll see if they can do it um i i see them scratching out a one nil win um and uh i asked yeah i asked you this about tigres i'm gonna ask you this about leon now do you think leon is just focusing now putting all their eggs in the basket of concachafa or are they trying to win on both fronts no I, I think they're trying to do the best on, on both fronts i'm not sure if they're aiming to win both but i'm pretty sure they're aiming to be competitive on both and that's the reason why uh larcadeos played you know a mix of bench and starting starting 11 players i also want to say that if there's one weakness to this leon is that they don't have that much of uh roster depth so that's why you know he, he's forced to be playing at least half right. of you know starting 11 team uh so I think they're going for, I want to say they're going for everything. They're not just, you know, uh, going, you know, just settling for one. Uh, I think they, they feel very confident that they can, you know, make a, make a good run for both of them. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't see it the same way as Tigres, right? Cause they, they didn't have, they didn't go through the same, uh, you know, ups and downs and that emotional roller coaster where right. Tigres <laughs> lost a, you know, coach and they have Chima and all that good stuff. Well, not a good stuff, but bad stuff. Um, and so I, I, I feel that you know they, they feel confident they can, they can put up a good fight on both ends. Yeah, they're in a more uh, cohesive, positive place than Tigres, who had just been through a lot this season. Um, so let's look at the last matchup here: Cruz Azul versus Atlas. Um, what can we expect from this game, man? Who you got as a winner? I think you know if we, if we look at all the matches for for this Saturday. This has to be the closest one, just because it's, you know, looking at the table, it's the eighth against the ninth. So these are the teams that are, you know, the closest in that point gap and I guess performance gap in any way. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, both teams arrived with a decent run. 
you know, the half of the second half of the season was kinder to them than the first half of the season. Uh, if you look at Atlas, you'll see Julian Quinones on a, you know, goal strike uh, of, I think, two or three games in a row. Um, so much that he ended up being the runner-up of this uh, tournament top goal, goal scorer with 12 goals, uh, just two behind uh, Henry Martin. And uh, Cruz Azul, with the, you know, bringing in Tuca, they actually improved their game. They stopped uh, allowing to get a lot of goals against them. Um, but they haven't been that, you know, sharp on the front. So I, I think this is going to be a very close match. I think it's going to come to a who makes a defensive mistake and how uh, good is the opposition on capitalizing that mistake. Uh, I do want to say that I really dislike Tuca, so I really hope <laughs> that he loses. Um, and um, <laughs> my, my prediction is that <laughs> Atlas is going to win 1-0. I think Atlas is going to take it home um, as much as... Oh. Brazil has improved on the under the guidance of Tuca. Uh, I think Atlas comes with the best momentum. Okay, yeah, um, th- this is this is a coin flip for me, man. I I'm a just so so we're different. I'm gonna say Cruz Azul, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it ends one nil. Um, it's yeah, it's too close to call, and you know I, I think Cruz Azul maybe just ekes it out playing at home. Um, they've, they've been on a on a decent stride recently, so uh, we'll see. So, Adrian, assuming your your predictions come to fruition, man, um, and who you say wins wins, uh, what quarterfinals can we expect for matchups? Any any spicy so, ones here? Yeah. So, if things go the way that I think they will, uh, we're gonna have Monterrey Puebla, America Atlas, Guadalajara León, and Toluca Pachuca. Uh, I think Monterrey Puebla, it should be a walk in the park for Monterrey. I don't think that's going to be, you know, a spicy game. I don't think that's going to be one of those <laughs> where, you know, we expect Puebla to, you know, upset Monterrey. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is Liga Mekis. So there's always that surprise factor. So I'm not worried about it. But if it happens, it shouldn't uh, happen here, though. Exactly, but if it happens, <laughs> it happen don't don't say we didn't tell you. Don't say we didn't warn you. Uh, but I think, uh, of course, definitely Guadalajara León is going to be a good game. Uh, Guadalajara has had a, a really good season, a stellar season. Um, they're they're picking up steam. They ended up they finished third on the league, so I think this is going to be a very strong, inter- entertaining match. Toluca against Pachuca is also another another good one. Both both teams come you know end with a strong stride on the last five games um and they are very level in terms of performance right i think there's only like maybe one or two points between them if i'm not mistaken i think toluca ended with what uh 32 points and pachuca with 31 so they were very very close but toluca ended up with nine wins and pachuca with 10 wins so um they they they're just right there uh so i so i see this game as you know the closest one out, out of the bunch uh and perhaps in paper, the most entertaining one because I expect Monterrey to obliterate Puebla. I think America against Atlas is a good match, but I also feel that America should be, you know, they should be able to easily handle Atlas uh, and have, you know, and I expect, I expect this to be a high goal game, like 3 2, 4 2, some, some kind of, uh, something like that, just because we, you have the top scorers on that specific match. With Guadalajara and León, I expect a 1-0, but, uh, you know, a, a, a close match. 
more so in the sense that maybe the keepers are going to be uh, at fault. Yeah, well, not at fault, but they're, they're going to be like oh, the, competitive. the stars of the show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh, exactly. That's how we expect it. And then Toluca Pachuca, I, I also see it as a as a tough match for Toluca. Uh, but man, I mean, you know, we we can post this on YouTube. It'll go up for history, and then a week after that, I'll come here with a freaking clown mouse. And just, you know, going back on every single thing that I said. <laughs> and half those matchups will be completely different teams. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, so so if, if Tigres win, we could see a Clásico Regio in the quarterfinals? Well, that's going to be difficult. The only way for that to happen is... No, man, I mean, I, I think it's almost impossible. Because even, uh, even if, like, Pachuca, Leon, Tigres, you know, move on, Whoever classifies from Atlas and Cruz Azul gets to play against Monterrey. That's right. Yeah. So okay. if if there if there's if there's a case for a Clásico Regio in Liguilla, it's gonna be in semifinals, and that has to be if Tigres move on from repechaje and they're able to defeat America uh, in the, yeah. in the quarterfinals. That's so, kind of difficult. So uh, we'll see what happens, <laughs> man. Kind of difficult. Yeah, man. Cool, man. Uh, so as we wrap up and uh, look forward to this weekend's matches, um, Adrian, where can our listeners find us, brother? Sure. I mean, if you want to see your pretty faces, they can find us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and turn on the notifications. If you're okay just listening to our pretty voices, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast on. Last but not least, you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Puro Pinchegol. Don't forget that we post stuff every now and then. Yeah, be sure to follow us on your preferred social media platform and uh, be sure to leave us a comment below. Um, who do you guys got advancing from the repechaje? Did your team make it to the repechaje or is your team safe in the Ligue already waiting for the, the next round? Um, we'd like to hear y'all's predictions and uh, who's y'all's favorite to win the whole thing. Uh, we love reading y'all's comments down there. So uh, yeah, let us know and um, we'll interact with you guys in the comments. Adrian, man, it's always a pleasure talking with you, Liga Mekis, and uh, we'll see how how correct we were next uh, next time we talk and do our quarter final preview. So it's been a pleasure, man. See you in the next one. As always, man. Take it easy. See you, bro.